before you put on this record, understand, this is for all of my ancestors who were raped, who were killed, and hung because of their plight for freedom and for dignity. They died for me, and they died for you. This is for them to know that, yes, even today, in 1992, we are still fired up, and we're still talking about revolution. Hey everybody, welcome to Talk It Out, and we got a new episode for you. We got your girl, hey T, and you got your girl Gabby. Today, Joy is not here, but we're going to keep the ball rolling, and... Okay, so about the pad and tampons, uh, we've gotten two donations this week. Uh, we've gotten Two one, monetary uh, donations. Yeah, that's what I meant. I'm sorry. Two monetary donations. Two monetary donations this week uh, from my good friend Ron and also mm. from Jackie. Oh, check out her boutique at shopijj.com. Shopijj.com. Check out her stuff. Um, and then also check out Ron's stuff uh, on Instagram, hashtag 1219photography. Mm-hmm. His stuff is like really, really beautiful. And I even actually have some of his artwork hung up on my refrigerator actually in my apartment um uh you guys can donate to us monetary donations or some money um on paypal.com or i'm sorry paypal.me slash talk it out or you can also hit us up on instagram or facebook at facebook.com slash talk it out podcast or instagram.com slash talk it out podcast or you can also get our address and we will get you going to sending us some pads or tampons or toiletries, whatever you'd like to send out to us. We are accepting donations until December 31st and we are going out to the community and passing out pads that January 7th, that Saturday. So yeah, if you'd like to learn more information, go to facebook.com slash talk it out podcast or go to our email at talk it out podcast at yahoo.com. Today's episode is going to be, um, titled we are our ancestors and this episode is in response to a hashtag and kind of like a of movement or or saying that I was seeing on social media particularly Facebook where people were like uh, talking to Trump supporters and being like we're not our ancestors we'll beat your butt pretty much you know we'll we'll fight back if you try us you know what I mean and that that kind of rubbed me the right, wrong way, but probably not for the reasons that you I- expect. Before we get into this topic, though, this is this dude that we kind of supported a little bit. We kind of not supported, but we kind of defended in our earlier episode. Um, masculinity is fragile, handled with care. Uh, young thug this week so apparently it was something about a flight he missed a flight or something and so then he's like roasting these these black women on camera um talking about their hair is nappy calling them burnt on twitter um just really degrading them telling them they look which this isn't really uh yeah this it's not really it's not an insult but you he used it as an insult you look african and 
I'm sure everybody has already pointed this out, but I think it, it can't be pointed out enough. Has anybody ever looked at Young Thug? Young Thug looks like a literal roach. A literal roach with some <laughs> tattoos on him and skinny jeans. He has no room to criticize anybody. And then also the fact criticizing them based on their skin tone, based right? on their African features, based on their hair texture. I'm like, look at you. Everything you said about them, somebody could say about you because you are dark skinned. You have, quote unquote, nappy hair. Your dreadlocks look a mess. You, you're from Africa. I'm, I'm pretty sure your mom is dark skinned. Like, what are you talking about, man? And he just really let me down. I mean, I like some of his songs. I like a lot of his songs, to be honest. And right. I think we need to do an episode on this. Like, us being, I don't know if we call ourselves activists, but us being, you know, knowledgeable and trying to help the cause towards feminism and um, black movements and black feminism or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. how we still listen to rap music. Like, what what cognitive, di- cognitive dissonance and um, things and hoops we have to jump through to enjoy this music that's literally going directly against what we believe but that's that's going to be another episode stay tuned for that i just wanted to tell young thug yeah I'm, I'm disappointed in you man so let's get into the main entree um so yes the title of this is we are our ancestors and yes last week when i was going through the comments I had an interesting discussion with one of the followers, and they were asking me my thoughts on the Black Lives Matter movement. And they said that they felt that the Black Lives Matter movement was divisive and creating more segregation because it, it um, I guess, made it more of a black thing and, and not including white people or, or something like that. Um, so it kind of, I guess, because it was like, I guess she was saying people could take it as black lives matter more, you know. <laughs> so what I want to do with this episode is we're, we're while we're going to tackle that we're not our ancestors crap. I also want to make correlations um, to um, with the Black Lives Matter movement and the civil rights movement in the 60s, because I think there's there's a lot of things they have in common so as far as we are not our ancestors so that that whole phrase came out like i said with the trump thing so pretty much what they were saying was our ancestors used to be docile our ancestors used to take take stuff from y'all but i'm not like my ancestors i'm gonna beat you up i'm i i fight back i'm yada 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 and the first thing i thought about was wait so you're saying that our ancestors were docile and they took, I mean, they were just weak and, and they never fought back. Of course. And if, like if they you, willingly, like they willingly wanted to be enslaved and they willingly, you know, wanted segregation right, and, wanted to and, be a pre- yeah. laws and stuff to go on. Right. And, and I think that's, that's, just a, that's just a result of this public school education that has not adequately educated us on the history of African Americans in, in this country. 
Because if you knew some of your history, not all of it, you don't even have to know all of it, you would know all throughout history there have been groups of people that have literally fought back against the oppression, oppression, whether it be physical or intellectually or through protest, not just in the civil rights movement. I mean, the, the movie, the movie and the and everything, there was controversy because of uh, Nate Parker. But the Nat Turner story, that was that was huge. Harriet Tubman, like people people be forgetting about Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman was like a superhero. She was able to do the impossible. And she saved so many slaves and she was she was she was the best. Like all throughout history we've had people that have fought and to help make the plight of us better. All of our ancestors fought for us, literally. Because a lot of the times they never got to see the fruit of their labor. They did that for us. And even if we go to the sixties with, with the Malcolm X and uh the Black Panthers and and the rest of them they were all about you not finna do nothing to me. I have Second Amendment rights just like you have Second Amendment rights. And if I see you trying to try me, you you gonna wish you hadn't done it. And and they used to go to the po- when the police were arresting somebody, making sure the police didn't go out of line. And and even going back to the twenties, there there were all kinds of race riots and all kinds of all kinds of things. Just all through history. If if you read your history, you you would kind of know that. And so I, I think you know, that was while a little, hmm? while, you know, while they, they were doing those things, it's like, we're doing it the same way, except in a different way. So instead of us publicizing these racist cops and stuff via the news, or you know, like newspapers and things like that, we're doing it social media wise. And these videos are going viral and it's not just like. Uh, a segregated or like just a small group of people. I was reading about the the Black Panther Party and like the first two years, it was only like 4,000 or 5,000 people, which really is mm-hmm. not a lot of people. And that's like the size of my town, basically. And so, well, maybe, maybe a lot smaller, but regardless, um, you know, it, it's more or less like they... You know, we just do it in a different way. We have media outlets and news feeds, and we have something that we can get the entire country on. All 50 states can have a Black Lives Matter chapter. All, you know, communities within these states, for instance, Memphis has its own Black Lives Matter chapter, and I'm sure, you know, Tennessee has a Black Lives Matter chapter, and it's like, we're growing and Black Lives Matter movement is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger thanks to social media. Right. So and I just go ahead. Yeah, we were going to get to that when I, when we talked about the Black Lives Matter and and how it correlated with the civil rights movement. But those are good points, and I I just want I just want people to remember and I want people to study the history of our ancestors because think about it like now. We know history. We've had history, so we know how things going. Think about living at a time where people were you could walk you could walk in the woods and see somebody hang. Like people were having lynch parties. People were people were harassing you and and threatening you, and you had nobody to tell. White people would be threatening you, and the police would be right there. Like think of the the type of mental strain and the mental 
abuse and, and spiritual and emotional abuse that these people had to go to go through. And even us, we can say we're not our ancestors, but a lot of our generation, are they aren't doing anything. Like we have social media and we and it's a little bit safer now, you know, to be to be in activism and to to work towards black liberation. But we still have a lot of people that are, are sitting around and, and cooning and stuff. So I, w- I would never judge my ancestors because I, I would never know what it's like to live in a world like that. Now, we, we still have a lot of problems here, but I can say I if somebody called me the N word in a public place, some I, I would have some people to even some white people would be like, oh, my gosh, that's not right, Johnny. You, you shouldn't do that. But back then they could do that. They could they could beat you up. They could kill you pretty much. And a lot of times go free like they can now. But it, it was different. It I think it was different because we they didn't have social media and they didn't have a huge group like they weren't connected to all the black people in the world sometimes they were just dealing with that in their own country think about people that lived in small towns where there wasn't a black panther party or or anything they just had to live life like i I can't judge them and i can't judge uh what people did or did not do but i am grateful for what what they did and i'm grateful for um the strives that that people have made martin luther king to to malcolm x because Without them, I think we would be in a very, very worse worse spot than we are now. But, um, so, huh? I had a question. So do you think, um, because I know a lot of, like, white millennials, they always, I, I just feel like a lot of, I know this sounds awful, but a lot of white millennials, I feel like they, they still are on this whole, you know, uh, we're all humans, we're all the human race. Do you think that, your ancestors had it worse than you have it now? Do you think it's better? Do you think, like, how do you actually feel living as a black person in America? Well, that's that's what I was saying. I think they had it a little bit worse. Like I said, there was not technology. Like, now you still can get killed by the cops and they still can go free, but at least we get social media and people people can know about it. Like, people were getting killed and they never knew what happened. Like, and the police had their side of the story and nobody ever knew. And like I said, people were getting lynched, lynched. People were getting hanged. People were getting their, the KKK were burning down their houses. We, if if I was to, to put it on a scale, they had a little bit worse than we do. They had a little bit worse than we do. Along with, I mean, people are still racist now, but a lot of times they couldn't, even though you know there's very few things we can do as we as we talked about in our last episode a lot of times people back then there weren't any black people they were like ceos of huge companies i mean unless they were like black uh-huh. hair care companies or there weren't a lot of black people just really doing their thing and, and achieving certain certain plights unless they were in like music or something like that and I don't know. I, I I do think we have it a little bit better. Because, you know, think, a lot of, uh, 
again, back to the the millennials and the baby boomers, I feel like a lot of them would say the only reason why we seem feel like it's worse now or or bad now is because media just shows us, you know, a lot of uh, killings and blah, 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 and like basically blames it on the media. Mm -hmm. But you're right. I I think it's just as bad. Or I, I think, you know, we still like even now, I'm just thinking of my everyday life. I still have people in my life who literally say racist things daily and mm-hmm. think it's okay. Yeah. And this is like public place. This is like at jobs. This is like uh, on Facebook who were family. This is like, I mean, it's just, it just, it amazes me because I feel like now not only do we have newspapers, but we also have social media and we have it where these people can add you on Facebook and then they can throw their feed and, and their, you know, all lives matter shit and everything like that on your screen. And you can see that. So not only are you subject to this outside of your home, but now at your own home and in your own space. Well, that's why so I, I say think it can be unfriend them, block them. <laughs> yeah, but, of course. But it's but yeah. very, I can imagine it's very mentally draining. Oh yeah, it, it, it is. It is. And, uh, now I kind of want to turn it back to to what you were talking about, um, the Black Lives Matter, and I didn't in the comment section. I really did not go into detail because I knew we were going to do this episode. So I just want to spend this time to to talk about Black Lives Matter, the Black Lives Matter movement, because I don't think a lot of people know what it's about. Um, we talked a little bit about it in our very very first episode, Black Lives Don't Matter. And we talked about how the movement came to be. And it was started by three black women. I will put their names in the description because I don't have a woman. But it came to be after um, Trayvon Martin was killed. And people were dressing up as him in Halloween parties. Like with bullet holes and Skittles and Arizona tea. And they even had video games where you could be... Like, be Trayvon Martin or shoot Trayvon Martin. I can't remember. But they're just like, oh my goodness. Why are we make? Why are y'all making light of this situation? Either way, you either way you feel about it. It's still a terrible, terrible situation. Somebody lost their life. Black lives matter. Our lives matter. Like, why is this a laughing matter? And then it it really got um uh brought to the forefront after the Mike Brown situation. And his body was left left um, on the street dead for hours. So, now, this is what I've seen. Now, I listen to a lot of conservative radio, and that's only because my dad listens to it. And so, we listen to Fox News. Or you're News. like me, and you listen to it because you want to be angry. Right. And we listen to Fox <laughs> News, and we listen to that urban family talk nonsense I told you about. So mm-hmm. this is what they do. Fox News and all of them. The only thing they have on the Black Lives Matter movement is two things. One of them is the riots, the riots, the rioting, they're violent, they're this, they're that. And uh, the next thing they have is um, they're too militant they're they say death to cops they they this they that all of that which was done by people who weren't even 
associated really with the movement. They were just there, you know. So so that's what they have. And they have that when Mike Brown died, apparently it was disproven that um, he said his hands, his hands was up and he said, don't shoot. So whenever somebody goes on Fox News, just look, whenever they're debating somebody on Fox News about police brutality, the first thing they will say is about the Black Lives Movement was um, hands up, don't shoot was proved a lie. Like that was like that was the only thing that people cared about. He had his hands up. No. Like, what does that have to do with with anything that we're talking about? You could be talking about the Walter Scott trial. Well, the hands up, don't shoot was proven a lie. Like this. They can't even they can't even spend two seconds talking about the humanity of another black man and how he did not deserve to die without bringing something that had zero to do with it to make their point. So. Black Lives Matter. Hold on, because here's my thing with that thing. Is it, my thing is like, so the again, these are the same people that say, you know, this is the human race. We're all humans, but they don't. They can't even find one inch, one little in their heart to say, hey, just because his hands wasn't up, he still got police for no reason. Right, right, and it's like. If you really cared about these black people's lives, who you're out here saying, you know, well, black people kill each other and black people do this, and black people, then how come you're not understanding and, and how come you're not out here protesting and understanding where these people are coming from if it's really a big deal to you? You know, why are you not out here helping others right. and, and being sympathetic right. towards these people in their communities? If you if you believe we all bleed red and we're all part of the human race, right. you should be the main one out here protesting about these black people getting killed. That that's just how I feel. If if you believe that's there's no detention too. between there's no distinction between the races, you should be the first person because it shouldn't matter if the dude was black or white or Hispanic or whatever. You should be the first one because you believe that we're all human and we all have worth and we're all created by God. Yada yada yada. I should see you first, but they're not going to be there because apparently they do see race because when it's a black person, they automatically did something wrong. Automatically. So um, let's go back to this Black Lives Matter thing. So now that's what I've heard on the, the Fox News side. Now, the funny thing is on the urban talk radio side, they really know they can't go that route because the urban family talk, they're supposed to be towards black people and they know black people we know better, you know, we know the narratives that have been used against uh, our organizations and stuff like that. So they can't say, well, they're too militant and they're this and they're that. They try, but that's not really going to that's not really going to deter people because we know But the thing they say is uh, if you go over there to the Black Lives Matter um, website, they got some things. They go against the, the the word of God. They go against the word of God. Apparently, the fact that they have the audacity to say that black trans people exist and deserve the right to live goes against the word of God. And the I'm fact, sorry, what? And the fact that they they um. What I'm trying to say, the fact that they admit that single parent homes exist, it says they're going against they're going against the, the black family. Like that's that's all you get. That's all you get. How dare they? 
Heaven forbid somebody admit that there's black trans women being killed every single day simply for being black and being trans. And I right. would think whether you're a Christian or not, if you are a Christian and you believe all lives matter, as you just said, black, yellow, white, whatever, male, female, whatever, you should be the first one, especially if you don't agree with their lifestyle and you think they're going to go to hell. You should be the first one trying to make sure they stay alive so that you can tell them about Jesus and all that stuff. So I don't understand the problem. And I never will. They're just grasping for straws. And now, like even when um, all three of us went um, to this local park in our community to talk to people Mm -hmm. about our podcast, we had this black woman who was my age, like mid-20s. And she said she thought the uh, Black Lives Matter was the KKK. And the reason no, I remember that lady. And the reason she said Black Lives Matter was the KKK is because they blocked that bridge that one time. <laughs> Are people forgetting something? Like, do people not really know what the KKK is? I think I, I think because uh, I I just think that a lot of people. Just like you said, you know, public school and not even public school, but private schools and Christian schools, like we're just really not taught the history of it all. We're not taught the real, the raw, the the real history here. We're taught um, white supremacy. We're taught, and, and I can vaguely remember going over those words, but it, they were just mm-hmm. vocabulary words and they never really mean anything. Yeah. It wasn't something that, you know... We were sitting back and be like, damn, you know, this is really how the world works. It, and, and even in college, it was like that. Like I took a like a social justice class and I, I remember thinking back. Well, now I realize what they were saying. But I remember thinking at that time, like, OK, well, these are just vocabulary words. I got to get through this course. Yeah. But now that. Now that I think about it and now that I relate back to it, I'm just like, actually, those were not just vocabulary words. They are words that, you know, have actually changed how I was thinking and changed how how things actually work. I I think a lot of it has to do with the education. You know, these people aren't educated on the issues. Just like you're saying, she didn't even know who the KKK really was. Right, right. And and they just don't get it. I don't know. And it's it's just stupid and ignorant and. And I think a lot of times, huh? You know, conversation con artists, we were kind of talking back and forth with him last week about it. But it's like he was saying something about how he he feels like, oh, he basically feels like, you know, these people need to be educated and stuff like that. Well, I, you know, we do feel like they do need to be educated. It's not really our place. Because none of us were educated on those issues either. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I can understand educating black people because I think there's like a right. chance of hope. <laughs> so it's it's do you, boo-boo. I ain't finna judge you which way. But I I do want to uh, go back to that. Um, her thinking that we're the KKK. Now, let's, let's go over a little bit of what the KKK did. KKK was a racist organization which ran around terrorizing black people, burning down their houses, killing them, lynching them, raping their women. Um, pretty much just being a nuisance to them and um, thinking that white people were better than, than black people. And 
you know, they they were a nuisance. They were not just annoying. They were actually killing people and causing violence and distress in people's lives. And I think people don't really grasp that. Maybe it's from all these Disney Channel racist movies that we have now that don't really get into the the knit and grit of what white people did. Um, but we don't we don't understand that. Black Lives Matter is not the KKK. The Black Lives Matter movement is not the KKK. The Black Lives Matter movement has come from, I think, decades of this oppression and stuff that's never really been addressed. And our generation has come up with social media. And now you can go every single day. There's some person getting shot by the police the effect that has on your mind eventually you're just like oh my gosh I can't take it no more so if you see people rioting if you see people tearing tearing up stuff I I never judge them I I never have because I remember when Trayvon Martin I mean George Zimmerman got off I was so mad I was so mad I could have broken something I could have and Darren Wilson too I could have done something like that like you feel helpless and you feel hopeless because even the criminal justice system, which is supposed to be fair and supposed to do the right thing, if they don't care about you, you're a lot you're in the world you're in a world of trouble. If the police are allowed to kill you without mm-hmm. repercussion, that's not freedom. That's not living. Right. You're not even a, you're not even a citizen. You're second class. You're second rate. You're you're not equal. People are distressed. People are frustrated. And I think, not to throw shade at the older generation, but I think they have become complacent and they are afraid of our militantness. And I think it's just because they, they've spent so many decades without a big movement coming out that they're, they're afraid. And... I mean, that's that's cool, but you shouldn't be afraid because we all we have the right intentions, and I feel like we can do a lot, a lot of good work. We just take some time. It, the movement just started a couple years ago. You expect it to be some perfectly organized deal with this and that and that. I think I think in due time, a lot of of good things will come out of it. What do you think? I agree. I mean, I completely agree. I I think a lot of people compare, you know, the Black Panther Party to Black Lives Matter, and they're like, you know, I don't support it because Black Lives Matter does X, Y, and Z too much. Um, I I think that th- while they're not exactly the same, they have a lot of the same things that are going on that yeah. happened, but just in different ways, and it's just. It's just a matter of time before we end up being just as organized and just as about that shit as they were. I mean, they're they're still an organization. I mean, what do you really expect? You can't expect someone, just with regular businesses, you can't expect a business to be booming, huge, gigantic, a multi-million dollar company in two years. Right. You know, you gotta, gotta give it some time. Black Lives Matter group, they we're small now, but we're getting there, and it and it's happening. It's, it's huge, actually. I mean, the fact the, I mean, the yeah, press and huge, stuff that it's gotten, and and that's the, that's the thing about it. Like 
somebody was saying, somebody that was in the civil rights movement said, like, the thing that's really good about the Black Lives Matter movement is because it's so spread out and there's all these different chapters, there's no real leader and there's no real way for that movement to be extinguished. Like, when the civil rights movement, when Martin Luther King died, it's like, oh, what do we do now? Malcolm X died, oh. What do we do now? But now everybody is organizing in their own areas that we can get so much more done because we're not looking to that one person to guide us to the promised land. It's a we. It's not a I or a them or how how can we go towards this person to look up to them. Uh, and, And I think that's really good, especially considering the fact that me, for instance, if I wanted to talk about Black Lives Matter, I can talk about my with my friend Alex all the way in Nevada. And mm-hmm. if I wanted to, I could, you know, we could come together with Memphis and my little town that I live in together. Yeah. And, like, it, it's just, even though people want to say social media it has made things worse, I think, honestly, it, it has helped it because it's just went, it's just completely expanded the, the movement, yeah. period. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I agree with you 100%, Gabby. Yeah, and um, back to the similarities. I mean, I really think history is repeating itself, but I thought history was repeating itself, but I think we're going to do more. And I, I'm not saying that to be like, you look at us, but right. that the, the fact that we don't have one leader is, is one, good, one good indication. Also, some similarities is, let's just keep it real. The Black Panthers, while they did a lot of great things for black people, the the movement was deeply misogynistic and black women had almost no voice and there was a lot of abuse and there was a lot of a lot of bad things happening to black women in, in that movement. And the mm-hmm. fact that this movement was created by black women, it, it says something. Even though... It's still trying to be co-opted. You know, men are still trying to take the the voice of black women. We're not we're not letting it happen. Like I said, I follow a gajillion of black women doing stuff uh, by themselves and and doing a lot of good work. So I mean, let's just be honest here. Like, look at look at you. Look at you, a black woman. Like, literally, you have a podcast and and you have a music company. And like you yourself, you're just doing great work. And and being like, I, you know, you said you didn't want us want to call us an activist, but if we're talking about things uh, that the media isn't talking about. Very- we are saying things and, and being here, just being on this podcast is really activism because we're getting our word out and how we feel about certain things. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we're going to spark interest in other people. So it, even people from my work who I feel like sometimes, you know, they're kind of, uh, and they listen mm-hmm. to my podcast and then they kind of get it, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and joy too. A lot of our episodes we have, like convinced her to think how we think so we're well, not even think, think how we think just think to doing, open her mind to 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 well, certain open things her mind yeah. Up, yeah we're but doing yeah. we're doing good work but yeah but that that's what i'm saying as far as this movement i think it will be a better movement because it's a more inclusive movement like it said in the platform it includes uh trans people it includes lgbt people it includes people with disabilities it includes all those people it's not just a black male movement and I think that is that from the get go lets you know that we're we gonna we gonna do a lot more. And right. the the Tommy Loren and 
Trevor Noah thing kind of reminded me, you know, people love to people love to boost up Martin Luther King and and his certain certain things that he said. And I I usually defend defend Martin Luther King because I feel like people forget also in history that by the time he died, there was a reason he died. It was because they had labeled him a communist and because all the, the white people hated him by then. So he was he was becoming way more militant as they would say and he eventually found out that his whole plan for integration was probably not the best he said he he feared he was integrating black america into a burning house because he he saw he saw what we would be going through right now so i usually you know i defend people when they're like well martin luther king was weak or whatever because he had his strategy and eventually he saw that he would have to go more progressive to get some of these things done. But if we're just going to go through, go to the, um, the Martin Luther King that everyone loves that was talking about extending the hand. And they reminded me of Trevor Noah. I don't know why, because I was looking about him and that white lady and how he was pretty much like preaching the Martin Luther King extend the hand nonviolence stuff and and he was doing all this as I said to to try to get with that white lady and then how it came out that Martin Luther King was like cheating on his wife with a white lady and I don't know they just brought me they just brought back like memories like and a lot of people in the Black Panther Party a lot of those black men were actually dealing with white women right. like cheating on their black wives with white women it, well we need to do an episode on that because that is really really deep We'll do something on that. But that just reminded me of that. And, th- and that's why I'm glad we have a lot of different people in this organization because it could get so sidetracked really quick with, with just one group of people running everything. We need these right. uh, these other voices and these other groups. And I, I'm glad that's why we have social media because people like us have a voice because people like Conversation Con Artists because people like Woke With Kids and and all these other people have voices. Two uncool podcasts. Two uncool like, po- no, all of them, yeah. Yeah, like you guys, you guys inspire us completely, one hundred percent. Because it's like you guys talk about things, and then we start thinking about them, and we're like, oh, you know, we could kind of go off that and do X, Y, and Z. Like you guys are inspirational, and and you say some really good stuff. Let me let me answer the question that was putting on the comments. Do I think that Black Lives Matter movement is segregationist and trying to divide the races if saying black lives matter is divisive to the races then something's wrong with those races like if the if the native native american people had come up with something called native lives matter before black lives matter became formed i wouldn't be like oh my gosh native lives don't matter all lives matter no, I would have been like, this is amazing because the Native Americans have been mistreated from the jump. And I think it's really great that they're bringing, they're bringing their story out here. Like, that, sh- that shouldn't be divisive. If that's divisive, then there's something wrong with you. And I also think we, we shouldn't be scared of offending white people or, or anything like that. Like, if you're living your truth, if your tr- truth is offensive to somebody, then something's wrong with them. Yeah, I I don't think I think we should not this this is my main point. I think we should not be afraid of alienating white people 
like like they're not everywhere and they're not trying to be in our space anyways but just do this i think we should just do us and i think the black lives matter movement for if anything it it's really it's shown me that we as a millennials can do so much and it's it's really hopeful and i feel really hopeful about it because like i said it it just started and now it's all over america and and even going global so yeah I, to wrap it up our ancestors i think i think we're just like them and i think we're going to do way more and change the course of history and change the course of america hopefully so it's just about what we do next and and how we can get policies formed, how we can can spark very, very prolific change in America. So, if I so see you, I, wanna, huh? I kind of yeah. want to, like, I I don't really want to wrap it up yet. I, I kind of want to go off the, you know, we're not our ancestors thing mm-hmm. because, of course, I I think we are our ancestors, especially uh, me as a white person. I just kind of think like. Even though white people are kind of like, ah, uh, we, you know, we're all humans, whatever. I, I still think we have a very, very long t- way to go because white people are still out here using racial slurs. They're still uh, making it harder for black people to get jobs. They're still using cultural appropriation. They're still using a, they're still being like white people are still being shitty just in a different way. Mm. I guess I, I should say, you know, and the fact that they're saying uh, all, uh, we are all human or whatever. That, that, that tells you from the jump what they're about. They're like, we're all human. We all bleed red. that, that attitude basically like undermines the real progress for people who are actively suffering from something that is, you know, like this huge system. Yeah, and it just, yeah. it just, it just throws away how people feel. I don't know. It, it's just shitty. And I think white people are still the same as we were 50 years ago. Oh, yeah. That's, that's something we haven't talked about. Are white people the same? I think I want to say, I want to give white people the benefit of the doubt because we have people like you, Katie. Even though I don't feel like this has to be said every time we ever say anything about white people. But not all white people are bad. And I think there are a lot of more like more people in this generation or that are educated a little bit more about um race relations that they won't call you the N-word in public. But I think that a lot right. of these prejudices are still ingrained in people's blood and, and because this is the way they they grew up. This is like, you know, akin to miso- men being misogynist and hyper-masculine. Like, that's, that's what, how they've been ingrained and brainwashed their entire life. Like, if you expect them to be able to be a, a 100% perfect, non-misogynist, feminist person, then you're not, you know, you, you're not thinking right because and I, all men have, still have that stuff ingrained in them because it's, it's been there since birth, just like racist. And I, I, I completely agree. I think the issue, a lot of the times it's like whenever we, those type of white people or those type of men do actually understand the issues and are, well, maybe not understand, but do actually get what you're saying. Mm -hmm. 
a lot of times we like highlight them and we're like, oh my God, a white person understands racism or yes. oh my God, uh, a man understands racism and we give them a cookie just like Bernie Sanders. Yes. Like we, we uplifted those people and we, we uplift them for no reason. Like you're literally doing human things every single day, just like all of these black people have been saying, just like all of these women have been saying, just like everyone in in this marginalized group or this oppressed group is saying, Yeah, but you're getting credit for it. And I I think that's at that point, that's where white people or men and people just need to step down and just listen for a moment. And I kind of went on a tangent on my Facebook not too long ago, but it's like, I just feel like at one point, like, can white people just shut up myself included? And I know that's ironic, but like, just shut up for a second and sit back and listen. This isn't about you. This isn't about how you feel this is about how black people feel how black people have been treated in america how women have been treated in america yeah, it's, yeah. it's not your place you know right and that, i think that that comes from like people like oppressed people um uplifting these allies comes from i don't know just the feeling of wanting to be accepted like i said with the trevor noah like you're so happy that somebody that's not you agrees with you that sometimes we take it to the extreme and we uplift them like they're the second coming of of christ but i mean we got people we get our own people doing the work why why are you up uplifting somebody that's doing the bare minimum of the work we have people spending 20 hours a day working to help to help the plight of black people and you're not acknowledging them but that's another episode um yeah so was there anything else you wanted to add um no not really I, I think we i think you have really good points i think that you know your point has gone across you know even though we're not our ancestors with hashtag it's just kind of like why was it a hashtag to begin with right, right, right and you know i think at the end of the day i think that just by us talking about this and being vocal that we're making at least a little bit of progress, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so, yes, this, this was a good episode. I I do want us to, I actually want us, I remember in that um, Don't Save Us, We Don't Want to Be Saved episode, I talked about bringing some elders in. And I think it would be really good if we had elders that, like, lived through the civil rights movement, kind of tell us their their two cents about that movement and then we can talk about our movement and then we can really get a, a good consensus of like what people during that time were thinking how they were navigating life and racism and how we're doing the same thing and we can learn from each other to really better the better this movement because you you learn you need to learn from your history so you won't repeat it so I really want to do that and, and I have a prospect in mind this lady that goes to my church she's very very real red and and articulate and and she knows a lot about history and stuff i want to see if i can get her on the show and do an episode like that um so yeah let us know if you you like something if you like an episode like that um also i just want to say that if you would like us on your episodes or if you want to come on our show then don't hesitate to comment on us dm us on instagram uh you know facebook us whatever we'll be happy to bring you on the show we're actually 
going to bring on a few guests soon. So be looking for those episodes. Yes, most definitely. And also, don't forget about that pad tampon drive we got going on. It's going on till the 31st. We changed the date and we will be going out, passing them out on the 7th of January. So we um you can send monetary donations on PayPal. The URL is what? What's the URL? The link? Uh, PayPal.me slash talking Talk out. And also you can ship it to us. Just DM us that uh, you would like to know the shipping address and we'll we'll send it to you and you can ship it there. And um, yeah, for more information, if you want to learn a little bit more about what we're trying to do and the purpose of it and all that good stuff, just hit us up on any of our social media channels or our email at talkitoutpodcast at yahoo.com. And yeah, we'll get the ball rolling. Uh, so uh, for shout outs this week, we're going to do, let's see here, why not sports? Yes, yes. Uh, he's he's pretty new. I'm pretty sure. Like I, I mean, he's not new, but I haven't seen him in a while. Um, let's see. We're also going to shout out drunken church ladies. They're funny. Um, let's also shout out this week. Really Real and raw. raw podcast. Oh my god, they're our wifey now. We're in a relationship. Yeah, um, it's bag ladies. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, conversation con artist. Mm-hmm. Uh. Series, series Lee, uh, another kids. round. Woke with kids, of course. Twenty something and living. Uh, let's see here. The regular podcast again. Thank you. Just everybody. Just, just literally everybody. If you have ever clicked like, if you press share, if you <laughs> said boo boo on our on our podcast, we just thank you Ew. so much. Um, and we love you. And we love you for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, also, y'all, we got a twofer coming this week. Uh, today is Tuesday, obviously, and you will get this podcast. But on Thursday, we got an extra point five episode. We got the Chris Martin from the Drink Link app, and he's joining us. We're talking. It's it's a really really funny episode. We're talking parties. We're talking concerts that we've gone to and people that we want to see. It's just a really fun podcast you'll you'll be sure to get a laugh in and um yeah so that they'll be coming this thursday make sure you check that out and support um yeah so i think that's pretty much it our social media stuff you know that facebook.com slash talk it out podcast instagram.com slash talk it out podcast soundcloud.com slash talk it out we're also available on itunes stitcher tune in wherever pod podcast can be found we're there um yeah thank you guys for all your support thank you so so much you don't know what it does for us it, it makes us really happy <sighs> yeah this is knock it out podcast and this is kt this is gabby oh let us know what you want us to talk about next and this is talk it out